Welcome to Woke and Confused, the podcast delving into the environmental dilemmas of our time. From palm oil to plastics, climate change to behaviour change, doing the right thing can be a complete minefield. We're on this journey with you and we'll be exploring some of the day-to-day challenges we face and the decisions we struggle to make. We're your hosts, Livy Drake and Jessica Farrow, and we're Woke and Confused. Coming up in today's episode, we reveal our recent dilemmas, delve into the challenges of going reusable and introduce you to Greenwash Corner. So you might be wondering what the hell qualifies us to be sitting here talking about these issues. Um, Well, Livy, what do you do for a living? So I am a sustainability and behaviour change consultant. Sounds great, doesn't it? (laughs) When you're freelance, you can make up all of your titles. Nice. But I do actually work um, with lots of organisations who are tackling plastic pollution, uh, food waste. And what I'm really interested in is how we change the materials that are available to people so they can make better choices and how we can get those nudges and those things to really bring the environmental movement as part of our everyday thinking. Awesome. Sounds super interesting. Yeah. And you tell me why you're here. So I am also a sustainability consultant. I focus more on strategy and communications. So I, help, yeah. <laughs> so I have lots of exciting purpose-driven businesses to make plans for how they're going to be more sustainable. And then I help them to communicate that in an engaging way. Great. And I'm super interested in it because I think climate change is happening. It's real. And all these sustainability issues we have, really now it's about getting messages out to people to actually make changes And a bit like you, I'm super interested in behaviour change and using messages and storytelling to help people change. But I think also we should say that um, whilst we do all this stuff, um, it also doesn't make us um, know all the answers and we still have existential crises every day. (laughs) Pretty much every day. Probably knowing all this stuff makes it even worse. But um, that's what we're here to share with uh, our audience's dilemmas. We want to hear from people about what is confusing them what they want to know more about um, and we'll work through those issues with them. So on that note, Jess, what are your recent dilemmas? Environmental, that is. We don't want to hear about any of them. Okay, yeah, (laughs) environmental. My recent environmental dilemma. Well, my local shop uh, stocks bananas and you can either have organic fair trade bananas in a plastic bag Mm -hmm. or loose bananas, which are just fair trade. So I pretty much stand there having an existential crisis trying to figure out which of these bananas to get what about you so i have the dynamo so i'm currently hosting the lent plastic challenge uh so that's all about helping other people and myself to reduce plastics over the six weeks of lent so i have the dilemma of chris in a plastic bag or making my own chris the other one is uh oat milk in a tetra pack barista that's my weakness or making my own one but then using brazil nuts because it keeps it nice and thick and frothy oh, dilemma. dilemma dilemma you make your own crisps what are they like well no i've just been buying the ones in the uh, compostable bags <laughs> oh right don't tell the limp plastic <laughs> challenge people <laughs> i'd love to taste those crisps <laughs> so yeah sounds like we've got some big issues there to tackle in organic versus fair trade versus plastic and yeah the tetra pack brazil nuts they're all big issues that we need to uh, discuss more. Yeah, I reckon we could uh, do a future episode about some of those. Um, we're really keen to hear about your environmental dilemmas as well. So do contact us at Woke and Confused across the social channels. Find out how to get in touch. Links in the show notes. Welcome to the news section. 
<laughs> so what what's in the news this week that we're going to be having a look at? So I think this week, uh, one of the best things that we've seen this week is, well, most interesting things anyway, is that Boston Tea Party, the Southwest coffee chain, um, there's plenty of those in Bristol where we are. They've said they've lost £250,000 since deciding to only offer reusable cups. So they've got rid of all the single-use plastic cups for their coffee, takeaway cups, and now they offer three choices. So they say that people can either bring their own reusable cup, they can buy a reusable cup from them, or they can rent a reusable cup Mm -hmm. and bring it back. So yeah, it's quite sad. They've lost £250,000 in earnings, but it's really interesting because I feel like that's kind of makes me want to go there more (laughs) and help them. So what do you think? When I was um, doing some other interviewing, I actually spoke to Anita when they first started off and they, they had planned to lose one million. So oh. actually, and it, um, actually, it's not so bad, only 250,000. I mean, it does sound a lot to us, but as a business, they've said they've got a lot of food, business that supports it, and they have actually won new customers and that some of their customers have changed their habits. So where they used to have um, sort of builders and people just coming in, grabbing a coffee and going again, now they actually sit down and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's not completely all a bad news story. But obviously the challenge that they have is that no other chains have or big chains have joined them in um, really sort of changing this behaviour. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's an amazing step that they've taken and they're really kind of striking out and being leaders, which I applaud them for. I think it's so Mm. cool. We need more people doing this and they obviously taking the financial hit. Um, But yeah, we just we need to see more businesses doing that. And I think that's why they've come out and they've, they're on the front page of BBC News saying this because they're really calling for Starbucks and Costa and Cafe Nero and those big ones to, to follow suit because they're saying there's no planet B. They've got this nice little social graphic they're sharing at the moment, which is really great. Um, so how are we going to get more people to, to do it? Because they had, they had a guy, like they had a little few Vox Pops, like, what do you think about this? And there was a guy who was like... Yeah, I'm probably still not going to bring my cup because I can't really be bothered to to wash it out and everything. So what what can you do about that? Well, I think so. One of the interesting things around all the behaviour change work that I do is understanding what are those barriers. And a lot of it's around infrastructure. Um, and so at the moment, it's quite uh, there's a lot of things you've got to do. You've got to remember your cup. Um, which is a barrier to people. People also feel a bit uncomfortable about that, a lot of this stuff because it's not the social norm. So with a lot of these behaviours where things like the reusable bags are now a social norm, um, what's happened is there's been legislation. And weirdly, the, one of the things about the plastic bag tax was that the um, it meant that it normalised carrying a reusable bag into every supermarket. So where before people felt like they were the oddball or they felt that the supermarket would judge them for taking in somebody else's supermarket bag. So then it was it set an even playing field. So what, rightly so, um, Boston Tea Party are calling for is we need all the brands to get behind it. So it's normal. It's the done thing. And then that means that behaviour is more acceptable because at the moment it's still on the fringes and convenience of disposables overrides it. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I have to say, I kind of judge people who are still using plastic cups. <laughs> Is that bad? Well, but <laughs> I, I, it's the whole whole thing about. Um, coffee cups is really interesting because 
they and this is another thing is that coffee cup has so much identity and um status attached to it that um you know when people are walking along with their coffee cup again it says something about you know their status their i'm really busy i've got to grab one and i really judge people who are carrying um one from uh, greg's or from um <laughs> from somewhere else so i'm like oh what kind of coffee are you drinking <laughs> it's like didn't you get the memo a about coffee being like don't get it from there and also yeah, these things killing, you know, they end up in the sea or they can't, they end up in the landfill. And yeah, it's just like, come on, guys. But this is the whole thing about all of this stuff. So there's a whole behavior change principle called social practice theory. And it says the materials you have available to you affect the behaviors or the practices, they call it. And the coffee cup is such a, an example of drinking coffee back in the day used to be about, um, you know, instant coffee in a mug at home or you put it in a, a flask. And then the onset of coffee cup shops in this country made that then people started to know about things like cappuccinos mm -hmm. and, you know, a latte or latte. Um, and then... <laughs> Espresso. Yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Espresso. And then, and then came the, um, the disposable cup and then you could walk along with your status that you knew about this latte and this thing. So... You know, and then obviously then everyone's started to take, um, having disposable cups. So it's it's very much all this stuff. If we want to change these behaviours, we need to change the materials that are available to people. So we need the legislation and we need lots of um, shops saying no more single use. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what are what is Costa doing at the moment? What is Starbucks doing? Well, I read this really interesting article about um, some behaviour change theorists trying to say that actually on these coffee cups, imagine if we had... Um, like the smoking warnings, you know, this cup will kill marine life mm. and actually had some kind of pictures of seals on it. Um, it a bit, yeah, a bit like the smoking warning. I'd love to see that. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, see, there's, um, there's potential um, cognitive dissonance with doing something like that because actually you just might people turn people off it because actually what happened with the smoking ban is people just created pouches that you could hide all the pictures mm. um and if you tell people that they're doing a bad thing um then they can just turn off from your environmental movement it's better to have a positive environmental movement saying like thank you for not doing this rather than saying like you're a bad person so there's a there's a I don't, it's human beings are weird and they're not very rational mm. so it's interesting so we should focus on the fact that drinking out of your own nice kind of glass keep cup would be a nicer experience than drinking out of the plastic cup yeah it's it's all about making that um the carrying the reusable cup a kind of similar um a status you know it has to have that similar status as that that um on the go experience and also making it easy so the infrastructure part of it's really important and there's lots of uh uh, what they call trials going on at the moment around the world, in fact, with reusable coffee cup schemes where you the reusable coffee cup you just take from a coffee shop and then once you've finished with it, you drop it off another coffee cup shop, coffee shop, and they wash it. So mm. the the disposable becomes reusable, but you use it in the same way. Mm. So that all these coffee cup chains are part of a scheme and they then um, are washing the cup so that inconvenience you don't have to carry it around um so it's how we rethink these um systems and these practices but we insert reusables in a way that's attractive to people so that's that's what i'm kind of interested in well I, let's hope we see that in the next few years let's hope that boston tea party are the leaders and more people follow so well done boston tea party we salute you yeah we'll come and get a coffee there no excuse for single use yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> so that leads us on nicely to the next part of the podcast, Greenwash Corner. So this is the part where we look at some sustainable innovations and we decide whether or not they are greenwash. Greenwash or not. Right. So Livy, what's your innovation for the week? So in the US, uh, Starbucks have come up with a new lid for their cold cups. So they've got rid of the straw lid combo mm -hmm. and they've now got an adult sippy cup lid, which to <laughs> me looks just like a coffee cup lid. Okay. Um, so what's the innovation? Well, they're trying to address the issue of straws ending up, well, the, the big outcry with straws. Mm -hmm. um, and they've removed that. So they say they've removed 9% of their plastic pollution by changing from two pieces of plastic to one. And now the, the lid is recyclable, which the straw wasn't. Okay. Well, I mean, so that sounds like a positive move or what do you think about this? So I'm going to say this is greenwash nonsense. <laughs> okay. Uh, because they are not addressing the issue, which is that these things are ending up as litter. And if they end up in litter in streets, they can fall down the storm drain and into the sea. And they've done nothing to address that because mm. great, it's recyclable. But if it doesn't get recycled, it's still plastic pollution. Right. I don't understand the obsession with straws anyway. We're adults. We have mouths. We don't. Yeah. We shouldn't really need to drink through straws or sippy cups or anything. Well, there is a case for some people who've got disabilities that do have them, and there has been a bit of a backlash um, with this whole anti-straw movement. But um, for people who don't have any disabilities, uh, yeah, greenwash or not, um, votes in the room. So I think, yeah, this sounds like greenwash. It sounds like we're just continuing reliance on single-use products. And yeah, I think we should put it in Greenwash Corner. It sounds like you've made your decision. Yeah, I'm in. Chuck it in there, <laughs> right in the corner. You need to do better, Starbucks. Come on, let's all just use reusable cups. Okay, so what's yours? So I'm going to bring these uh, Choose Two bottles. Mm -hmm. So this is a, uh, claims to be a plastic-free bottle. Um, it was done, uh, raised crowdfunding to, to be a new innovation. And the idea is that it's a biodegradable, sustainable and completely non-toxic bottle for water oh. so it's like a blue blue bottle made out of recycled paper it has a waterproof lining inside uh, which is made of a non-disclosed material they're not mm. saying what that is um but basically the idea is that it can be eaten by marine animals so if it ends up in the sea it actually can end up being fish food i suppose well I think that sounds like a good thing to me because, I mean, that's one of the challenges of all the other alternatives to plastic bottles is that mainly they're all still like Tetra Pak and stuff. They're all still plastic and they've still got plastic lids. So this sounds good. What do you think? Right. So, yeah, I think, again, a bit similar to your Starbucks example is that it's just, again, it's, help, it's helping us rely on single use items which end up as waste. And it's also actually almost encouraging people to throw it in the sea. It's encouraging people to litter, which mm. is kind of bizarre. Apparently, it will biodegrade in three weeks' time. Um, but, yeah, I think I just feel like we need to be moving away from these. It's just replacing one issue with another. I mean, one thing I didn't say, I didn't mention, is that all the profits go to charity. They go to, uh, they're partnering with a charity in Africa. Um, so all the proceeds are going to charity. I think that's really well-intentioned. Um, but it's kind of what's the need, what's the link? And I'd like to see just a bit more of an example of 
trying to tackle the single-use culture, especially in this country, in the UK and in the US, where we do have perfectly good drinking water coming out of the taps. We shouldn't really be encouraging people to ship water all around the country in bottles, whether they're biodegradable or not. Yeah, no, I agree you, with you. And obviously, um, there's the refill campaign mm -hmm. where, and there's an app, so you can just look anywhere in the um, anywhere you are, see where there's the nearest refill point. And there's, I think, sixteen thousand cafes and venues now where you can just pop in and get your water bottle refilled. So that's great, exactly. And I, I do that all the time. And I, actually, I'm not quite sure. So if I have one of these bottles and I want to put it in my normal household recycling, what bin do I put it in? Or am I just meant to just go chuck it out on the street and hope that it biodegrades? <laughs> like, what if I do I put it in the paper recycling? Probably not, because it's got a layer of plastic. Yeah, so maybe I just go to Western Supermare and throw it into the sea. Maybe that's what they want. So, what's our vote on this one? <sighs> this one's a bit more difficult because I feel like it's super well intentioned. I think they've done a really nice. They've had a really nice idea of how to tackle an issue, but I feel like it's just slightly missing the mark for me. So, I wouldn't say it goes really firmly in greenwash corner but it's it's not so much greenwash it's kind of like yeah just need to try harder okay so what about if we throw this one out to the audience and see yeah. what they have to say because yeah i think it does something go some way to address marine pollution but i don't think it addresses any of our single use challenges so i yeah let's throw it out to the audience what do you think let us know on our channels. Yeah, you can see. So you can contact Woke and Confused. Check out our underneath in the notes underneath the podcast. You can find out how to contact us there. We'd love to know what you think about these choose two bottles. And also, if you've got your own greenwash dilemmas, you've seen something, sounds like a great idea, but you're not sure, then send them in because we love, we love dissecting yeah, this we stuff. Yeah, we love it. Send it in. So one of the things we want to do at Woke and Confused is provide some inspiration or ideas or tips for just little things you can do in your life to live more sustainably uh, in my in my experience that's kind of helped us to feel more empowered and taking positive actions can really help you get over some of that confusion so uh what's your tip for this week then Libby We've talked loads about coffee cups and water bottles and we obviously hope all our audience are those kind of people who are carrying them. The next step on from that, if you're not already, is carrying a reusable lunchbox. So there's the Long Live the Lunchbox campaign that has been launched by Global Action Network and they have got a, um, a map that they're building. So you can just, well, if you see a sticker or if you see someone on the map, you can pop in with your reusable box. We obviously think you should just do this anyway. And I know in London, Curb Food Markets, they're encouraging people to bring their own reusable boxes and you get 50 pence off. But we just need more people doing these things, same with the bottles, same with the cups, to normalise it. Yeah, I love it. I always carry a, a Tupperware in my bag. It's always I always get it out. And actually, it's nice. It kind of, people are really engaged and it's a really good way. There's lots of lovely street food markets around Bristol and it's a really nice way to go up and have a chat with the vendor and, and say oh can you put it in this box and they're always really responsive and sometimes you get more as well if you take a big box ah good tip there then <laughs> and also bamboo cutlery if you haven't got one already um there's some really nice bamboo cutlery sets you can get which you can wrap up and I always have it in my bag it's super light and it's just a way to make sure you don't have to pick up those plastic uh or wooden knives and forks when you're on the move and it's just yeah great way to feel guilt-free about all of it uh, so what's your tip for this week? 
Oh, I just met a guy yesterday who works for an app called Good On You, which is this platform for fashion brands. And basically they have done a lot of research into fashion brands. So everyone from kind of Primark to H&M to Patagonia, and they've given them a rank or a score on how ethical they are. So they look at environment, they look at labor. Um, so it's kind of, um, yeah, it's just a really easy and quick way to find out how ethical or sustainable a fashion brand is and I don't really buy that many clothes new I tend to just get stuff from charity shops or yep, same just same. keep things forever but if people are interested in buying something new uh yeah check out this platform it's pretty cool good on you so this has been our first week of woke and confused if you want to find out any more, links are obviously in the show notes. And we'd love to hear what you think. We want to hear your feedback about things you want to know about, anything you want to hear more of, and anything you are woke and confused about. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Livy. Bye, Jess. <laughs>